Hey y'all, this is Daniel Kyrie. I play Darren Ritter on Chicago Fire, and you're listening to Meet Us at Molly's. This thing makes the entire family. And to me, there's nothing more important. Not gonna be all sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride. Hearts. Welcome to episode 206 of Meet Us at Molly's. This week, it is our third annual Hallmark Lifetime GAC, whatever network it may be on Christmas movie episode. Third annual. That's cool. That's great. Uh, so as you know, lining up with tradition, it's not just us today. It is, we are joined by a friend of the pod who does the Lord's work in the One Chicago franchise. We love her. I'm still amazed we haven't scared her off after all these years. Us Weekly Senior Entertainment Editor Emily Longaretta is here. Welcome back, Emily. Oh my gosh. I look forward to this every year. Like I love it. The fact that we've done this for three years is wild to me. I can't believe it. I don't know. I mean, these last two years have kind of like mushed together, but yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> love it. I love it. So yeah. um, we'll make time to talk one Chicago once we talk about the Christmas movies. Cause you know, we didn't get an ATX festival this year again. So yeah. we've got a lot to catch up on. So uh yeah, so you guys know how this works. Uh, we usually start with the news. We don't really have any. Did we even get episode descriptions for the premieres? Not yet. Not yet. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. Nope. So, um, <laughs> yeah, there is no news, which I'm not complaining. Like, it's not terrible. So, on my uh, end, I'm definitely not complaining. I could use a, a, no okay. news is like a nice breather yeah, for yeah. me. A little yeah. break is always nice. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I guess we can just jump right in then, which is awesome. So, um, which this never happens. I'm like, wait, I feel like I'm forgetting something. (laughs) How does this work? Okay. So we split this up into a bunch of different sections, just like we do every year. So we whittled it down to, we've got the one Chicago alum section, and then we've got the one tree Hill alum section, just because, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of overlap between the fandoms. Mm -hmm. So We'll start with the one Chicago section. Now, no current cast members this year, all alums. No, no, no. Brett Dalton, he counts. He's a current cast member. <gasps> he is current. You are correct. Brett you are Dar- correct. Dalton is a current cast member. He counts. You are correct. That does count. That does count. I was thinking in terms of like, it's mostly like minor characters, but yes, good one. He counts. Emily, how are you feeling about Pella and like this whole Casey situation on fire? Oh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm a fan if of Pelham like I'm I I haven't even really made up my mind um the Casey situation I'm having a hard time with because I just don't know how they can continue an entire storyline with him just being a mention from Brett every other episode or every episode actually so I I mean we I'm just waiting for him to come back because like I I just feel like it's the time I don't imagine he's going to be gone for long in my own opinion and that's not me saying I know anything because I don't um, but I just, from what I have, what I know about the situation, I don't believe that it would be, it will be a permanent thing. And I also think for the show, it would, shouldn't be a permanent thing. God, I hope not. It just felt like such a slap in the face, which like, there's yeah. nothing we could do about it, but it was just, just, it came out of nowhere. It's like the rug just got pulled out from under us. So. Yeah. I mean, you can't tease a storyline as much as they did. And like, <laughs> it's just like counting down for so long to something. And then the minute it happens being like, just kidding. So I don't know. I just feel like for, I understand that uh, obviously Jesse wanted to take a break and like well-deserved a thousand percent, but Mm -hmm. I think I just don't see it being a long-term thing. God, can you imagine if he doesn't show up for the Stellaride wedding? I mean, (laughs) to me, that's like 
uh, that's like it, Peyton not coming back for Brooke's wedding. It that's exactly my thought. Yeah. If like, he doesn't show up, I'm just going to be like, people always leave. Yeah. Like, yeah. Probably like, no, I'm not okay with that. No, not cool. Mm-mm. So yeah. But uh, yeah, you are correct, Brandon. Brett Dalton. He, yeah. It, it, that was a one Chicago twofer also, because we had uh, Eloise Mumford in that one. But yeah, um, that one is not first on the outline. The first one we've got on the outline is a Christmas promise. This is one that premiered pretty much like right after Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, this was early on Hallmark with Tori DeVito, uh, where she's basically like owns a toy shop and she also like had just lost her husband the year before. How did we feel about this one? I think this was on Movies and Mysteries. Am I right about that? I feel like yes. it probably was on Movies and Mysteries. And I could tell that it was on Movies and Mysteries. I'll say for personally, and I know a lot, I, I have a friend who pref- a lot usually prefers a lot of the movies on Movies and Mysteries. I usually do not. And this was that case. Exactly. It seemed, it was a little bland to me. It was kind of bad. It was kind of bad. <laughs> it was kind of bad. Like real cringy. Like I like Tori and I liked, uh, what Dil- is his name? Dylan. I like him. I really do. And like, but no, it was, the story was not good to me. No, I'll be honest. I didn't finish this one and not because I thought it was like so bad, but I wasn't expecting it to be a somber to start off with in the beginning. And it's like really sad. And I know like that's kind of more typical of movies and mysteries movies than it is like normal Hallmark, but it was really sad. And I was just not in the right space for that. And I was like, I, maybe I'll come back to this one eventually, but I was like, I can't do this this holiday season. I was like, I, 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 that's not what I need. So Mm -hmm. yeah. No, Charlie was like, what is this? People die in these movies. It's Hallmark. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You're like, this isn't the norm. I promise. Not at all. Not at all. So yeah, but like, that's the thing with these Christmas movies is like you win some, you lose some. You never go into these expecting they're going to be like Oscar worthy films, right? You kind of prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to be, I'm going to say this at the top. I'm going to say that this year I have been uh, a little bit let down overall. There have been some great standouts, which we'll get to, and they're on our list, but overall, like I, I'm not loving as much as I usually do. Interesting. I've noticed that a lot of these start with like the exact same premise of like, oh, I'm going to my hometown and oh, look, it's my ex. I feel like that's every single movie I've seen this season. Yeah. And I know that that's common with Hallmark. Like I get that that's part of the, I feel like it's almost like an ad lib situation at this point, which is completely fine because it works. Like don't, if it's not broke, whatever. Uh, But yeah, they could mix it up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. Uh, Which I guess brings us to our next movie. Um, I think this was a Hallmark as well. Might've been movies and mysteries. I'm not sure, but this was gingerbread miracle. And this one had a one Chicago alum in the form of John Ecker, AKA super dreamy Lieutenant Granger. Love him, miss him. He was made for Hallmark movies. (laughs) Yeah. He's got a Hallmark face for sure. Yeah. Um, I was, I, I didn't love this one, but I, I could, I could finish it. And yeah. I also Merritt Patterson, the, the woman lead girl, I really adore. I think she's really cute. So I liked that. Yeah. She was on the Royals, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. No, yeah. No, he's definitely got a face for Hallmark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, he has a face him. for anything, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I thought this one was cute. Was it my favorite? No, like, but it was cute. It was, you know, it was cute. It was cute. I wonder how we'd all feel if Granger was the one who replaced Casey and not Pelham. I wonder if that would have like helped us stomach it a little better. Here's my thing with Pelham and this, not that he's unattractive at all. Obviously he's attractive. Um, 
he doesn't have a memorable face. <laughs> and for me, like a John Ecker has a real memorable face. <laughs> so I, I, I just feel like maybe that's it. Possibly. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever watch him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Brett Dalton? I did not. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. So when I heard he was coming, I was like, oh, like Hydra's coming to Chicago Fire. I got super excited. But yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. Granger is yeah. definitely dreamier. Not that we're pitting the guys against each other because we're not. <laughs> but How yeah. dare us? No. Um, yeah, I did like that one. Um, just I, I put it, I was trying to like outline this like live while I was watching it. There's a moment where somebody's cat's name is Colonel Ginger Puff. And I'm just like, mm-hmm bad do better (laughs) do better do really better yeah so after that we've got which is probably one of my favorites from the one chicago alum section we've got one december night okay so this was movies and mysteries but it was like great i loved it so this was a one chicago twofer because we had brett dalton and eloise mumford so just think of it in like an alternate universe as like pelham and hope got together i loved this one (laughs) I I watched this strictly because of Peter Gallagher. <laughs> so I was in the minute it started. It was a bit somber for me. It's been a rough year, but agreed. I was into it. And when yeah. it's on again, like I still watch it. I don't change channel. So I feel like that says something. I thought that one was super cute. I thought the secret knock was really cute. So cute. Yeah. yeah. I really like this one. Like you said, this is probably my favorite of the like the one Chicago ones for sure. Um, I definitely enjoyed this one. I, yeah, I probably wouldn't turn it off if it was on again. Um, right. But yeah, definitely enjoyed this one. And Eloise and Brett had good chemistry. They did. Yeah. Yeah. She has good. She has good chemistry with most people. I feel. Yeah, like. I like her I, in I, a I, lot I, of things that I've seen her in post one Chicago. Obviously, Hope is the worst, but you know, I like Eloise in a lot of things I've seen her in since. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, love that one um the last one I admittedly did not get to hatch this and I'm so bummed because I didn't want to catch this so this was time for them to come home for Christmas and this had Jesse Schram aka what was her name on med (laughs) (laughs) I'm blanking the fact that I none of us can remember well she was on it for like 10 minutes Hannah Hannah Hannah. yeah yeah yes yes, it took me a second but Hannah so I'm gonna be honest yeah I started this didn't finish it um because I was a little bit bored I, now I, I'm sure that if maybe I started again I would like it because usually I really like hers the one she did with Chad Michael Murray I really that's really still my a few that's years one ago. of my favorites yeah for sure yeah same was that the uh, road trip one yes. yes that was a good one yeah mm-hmm. that was a good one I think that may have been her first Hallmark one and I was like oh yeah I like her <laughs> yeah 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 um, this one kind of fits under like a certain subset of the Hallmark Christmas movies. Cause then you have like the whole trope where like we're exes and we're back in our hometown. That's great. There's like another trope that's developing of like, oh, this character got a concussion and can't remember who they are. Like, yeah, I don't, that, that one bothers me even more than the X thing because the X to me is like a little bit more realistic. Let me be completely clear. I'm going home for the holidays. And if I ran into any of my exes, I would like say hello and then be like, bye and not have any lingering feelings apparently that's not the case in whatever this world is but like the the whole losing the memory thing is just too much for me to handle most of the time you mean you wouldn't stop into your small town coffee shop and get a peppermint mocha at like you know eight at night and, and like a super on the nose piece of like gingerbread loaf that's yeah. been like the recurring thing it's the only thing that's the only thing that they sell is this like yeah. gingerbread food and hot chocolate when Let's be honest, most of the adults that are in these shows will be drinking wine at that hour, not hot chocolate. Yes. Just, yes. yes. The Something that's cracked me up through all of these is just like the, they go out of their way to like include the peppermint, which oh, just, 
I like, right before we started recording I finished the holiday fix up and uh yeah that was just like he's like yeah here's your coffee like almond milk and sugar and peppermint you get it it's Christmas <laughs> can we can we jump to the holiday fix up I know that's coming up soon but yeah I, yeah yes. we totally can so we can yeah. Okay. Yeah, so ahead. as, so we'll, we'll move into the one tree hill section because, you know, we have our Chicago alums and our one tree hill alums mm-hmm. and yeah, the holiday fix up, uh, Emily, take it away. Um, well, this was like, honestly, my two favorite of the year so far fall under the one tree hill alums. That may be a coincidence. Maybe not. Maybe that's <laughs> why they're my favorites. I thought that Jana Kramer was so freaking adorable in this and it was Maria Menounos. So like double one tree hill alum. So mm-hmm. love that. Um, but I also laughed so hard because every time they saw Maria Menounos, she was like, try this new gingerbread food I baked. Or like you said, peppermint, like she's just baking. All the- I know that's her job, but like I baked all this stuff and I want and like, no, what is happening? So that was cracking me up through the whole movie. I probably watched this movie like four times at this point. No joke. I think it's so cute. I really like she won the one. pie contest and yeah. she got like basically a gift ribbon from like the dollar store around her neck. <laughs> It was a great award. I also was so every flannel that Jana Kramer wore, I was like, I need this. I need, I need all of her wardrobe. Like I was really liking that. I, maybe because this year I've really gone into like the HGTV mode and this combined both. So I was like, this is, the, this is what I like. And they had great chemistry. They did. They did. Yeah. Brian, were you going to say something? No, I I really like this one. Um, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed this one. I've liked, I think everyone that Jana's done for Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed this one. Really enjoyed it. I admittedly don't watch Lifetime as much as I watch Hallmark um, just because I feel like it's, I just have Hallmark on more often. Um, but yeah, I, this was definitely a go-to for me. Yeah. Charlie fought me on that one. I was like, we have to watch this movie. He's like, it's Lifetime. I'm like, Charlie, like podcast, come on. Like do it solid. Yeah. But yeah, it was cute. And I loved Ryan McPartland too. He will forever be awesome to me from Chuck. Yes. Uh, so they had good chemistry. Yeah, very good. good. Yeah, it was a really cute good. story. I really, I, I, I just really enjoyed it. I liked all the supporting characters. I liked everyone in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. The the hot cocoa pie, like, could you get even like just how how much more off the nose do you want it? Like, <laughs> like we get it. It's Christmas. Yeah, yeah, we get it. We get it. So that was a funny one. Yeah. So um, we had like three or four others on the One Tree Hill list, and there's actually two other ones on the list that are just they come out this weekend. Right. Once you help people everywhere. So I don't know. Uh, have you been listening to drama Queens, Emily? I have every week. Uh, yeah. I haven't missed it. It's fantastic. <laughs> so yeah. Good. We're, we're all back problems with it, but I still will watch it. I will still listen to it every week. The same way I had problems with the show and I still watch it every <laughs> week. So I guess it's like just going hand in hand. Yeah. It, it was, it was definitely my number one podcast of the year on Spotify. <laughs> it was like, yeah, you're number one. And then number two is like me to St. Molly's. I'm like, I just like to make sure it sounds good. Like whatever. Obviously. Oh, a hundred percent. No shame. Have to. No shame. No shame. Okay. So the first one up on this list is an unexpected Christmas with Joy Lenz. What I learned in this one is that Tyler Hines is a dreamboat. My goodness. He is, I could like, I swoon over Tyler Hines all day and I always have, but it's like this last year, he's gotten a million times more attractive and I'm very excited about it. Um, This, to be honest, makes my probably top five all time list. I loved this. I think that this felt like more like a, this could have been like Netflix or another net, like it didn't feel like a Hallmark movie to me. I agree. Um, I love this one too. I wasn't as familiar with Tyler Hines. Like I knew kind of who he was and I knew he has like a very passionate fan base. 
of fans. They're called Heinies. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I learned that this weekend. I learned that. Um, but I wasn't familiar, but I loved him. And this made me honestly want to go back and watch like all the ones he's been in because I thought he was so good. I thought he chemistry with Joy was really good. I just I, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, okay. me too. I'm scrolling his IMDb because I was like, I wonder if he's ever been in anything other than Christmas movies. He was in Letterkenny. Of course he was in oh, Letterkenny. Oh, he's still in it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to be in, in it coming back. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he was a, well, do you watch Letterkenny at all? I, a little bit on and off. I, I'm not caught up, but. Yeah, he's a, he's Katie's boyfriend who cheated on her. Katie's American right. boyfriend. Oh, that show's so funny. But Which is funny of- because he's not American. Nope, nope. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> um, I will say my, my little humble brag. So I mean, I'm, you guys know, I'm part of this Rama drama convention that is in January and we announced on us weekly that he was going, like we made the exclusive announcement that he was joining. So they were like, Oh, like, do you want to quote from him? And I said, yeah, of course, like whatever to include it in the article. And the rep was like, can he just call you? Cause like, he doesn't want to, he'd rather do that than like email you something and not sound personal. And I was like, absolutely. So it's literally a Saturday morning and he calls me and I pick up and he has such a thick accent. I'm, I can't understand happy the sweetest guy of all time. I'm like, oh my God, I just want to like listen to you talk all day. <laughs> like I'm fine with this. Did you just like melt into a puddle? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, wow, what a sweetheart. Like, I don't really know anything about you, but like, I know enough. So <laughs> Sorry, I can't talk right now. There's a Hallmark star on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> truly though. And wait, the other thing that I love about Unexpected Christmas is that Andrew Walker like pops up in one Yes. I love that. I lo- love a surprise cameo. And he like, is, he's like holds the door for them. Um, and Tyler actually popped up in Andrew's yes. movie as well, which I like, I like that on. too. Yeah. Okay, I think so it's so cute. They're related. I'm guessing. Are they related? I don't think so. I think, no, just I think they're just like really close friends and Hallmark was like, yeah, why not? Like let's throw in cameos. Cause oh, that's what we we're just- doing this year. I just looked it up. Andrew Walker is married to Tyler's cousin. So they're like basically like married. It. Oh yeah. Cause Andrew posted like, love you. Cause that's really cute. That's super cute. That's that actually makes me, makes me even happier. That's kind of a, that's kind of a thing they've been doing is um some like cameos of other Hallmark stars in other in movies. Their, yeah. 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 It's cute. God, if I were an actor, I would think this was such a clutch gig. Cause like you got steady work. And you're not in any material that's going to like bring you down or anything. It's, you know, it's not like Oscar stuff where you have to get in the head of like something dark. It's like yeah. super stable and it's good stuff. Yeah. A hundred percent. You could not pay me enough. I would be and everywhere. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. I'm like scrolling through his IMDb, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Unexpected Christmas was really good. So after that, we have Angel Falls Christmas. Okay. <laughs> this one. So this one was over on GAC family, which is a new network that popped up this year from the guy who got let go from Hallmark. Yes. Yeah. He, uh, Bill Abbott, who ran it for a very long time. He took a lot of people with him. He technically didn't get let go. He technically walked away, but yes, they, they parted ways after all that controversy last year. Uh, but yeah, so this was on GAC, which is interesting. Yeah. GAC is a trip. Uh, (laughs) Brenna, have you seen any of it? No, because I still have yet to find what channel if we even have GAC. So no. You and the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. Like I tried to figure it out and I don't know if we even get it. So I have not seen this at all. I will say that I do not get it. So I've been asking them to send me the stuff because like I want to watch these movies. Like Chad, yeah. I usually like his movies. So I'm like, and I love Jessica Lounge. So I'm like, yeah, for sure. And 
So that's how I've been watching them. Yeah, it sounds like a great combo. I love Jessica. I love Chad's movies usually. And like, so I wish I could, you know, once I find it, I'll watch it. But until then. (laughs) How do we describe GAC? Uh, It's very, hmm, like, it's very in your face. Uh, Yeah, that's a, that's a nice way to put it, I would say. And I, uh, not, no shade to them at all. It's just. If you Google like GAC family, there's a lot of questions about what, like, it's a little confusing. There's a little, it's a little interesting. Um, There's a lot of maybe some issues behind the scenes, but I I don't know. I mean, I'm, again, I'm there the same way you guys are there as fans to just watch fun, lighthearted movies. So that's like what I'm hoping. But also like tread carefully. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. Here's the story as I understand it. I'm just gonna be real bluntly honest. The story as I understand it, tell me if I'm wrong. This Abbott guy, he left air quotes Hallmark because of the controversy about, you know, the the very glaring lack of diversity on Hallmark. Okay. Lack of diversity, lack of LGBTQ characters, all that stuff. So he went and started his own network, meaning he took those values from Hallmark and shifted them on over to GAC family. All right. So this is from what I, what I know. Mm -hmm. Um, and I believe that he is going to be, Bill Abbott is going to be, um, you know, kind of sharing his plan a little bit more because he hasn't said anything about this. So like, that's, it'd be really nice to be like, Hey, here's my plan. Um, but he, so he bought GAC, which was already a brand. He bought GAC and created GAC family. And so they also bought when hope calls, which is the spinoff of when calls the heart. So when calls the heart is still on Hallmark, when yes. hope calls is now going to be Spit on GAC. Yes. But interesting. When, Ho- when hope calls also already had a first season on Hallmark. So this is season two and it's premiering on GAC this weekend. They're doing a Christmas special with the return of Lori Laughlin because this was the team that had Lori Laughlin under their belt for all these years. So obviously she has a relationship with Bill Abbott. She has a relationship with the PR team there. So it's very interesting (laughs) that they're going down that route because you'd think if you're trying to stay away from controversy, not the greatest way to do it. Uh, (laughs) But does that mean that there are more, there's more diversity coming? We haven't seen it yet. So I would think that they would maybe want to roll out with like a same-sex couple on one of their movies. So that's what I'm hoping for, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. yeah. It, it, maybe they're just feeling like they can get away with the controversy because nobody knows where the damn network is. Like nobody right. knows where to find it. But I feel like don't they, they need people to watch it. How I else know. are they going to make money? But yeah. this is new, right? Like this just kind of the new uh, GAC family just kicked off for like the Christmas season, right? Like this isn't something that existed like this summer or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. No, it launched in November. Yeah. Okay. So it's very, very new still. So I assume they're going to have a bigger, <clears throat> a bigger rollout. Again, I'm surprised that like Bill hasn't done like a big sit down with New York Times or something to kind of explain his vision because that would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So these movies are interesting. There was a fall one that I guess when, when the network launched in November, Jessica and Chad had done a fall themed movie. Um, okay. Oh God. Now the, now the name escapes me, but basically the whole thing, it was about like the, the harvest festival, which like, you know, insert fall movie here. It's always about a harvest <laughs> festival. Um, and that one was pretty good. So I was like, all right, I'll check this one out. Angel Falls Christmas was interesting. It was kind of awkward. Very awkward. Very awkward. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> awkward since I haven't seen it. Awkward for what reason? Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. What am I missing? <laughs> so Chad's character is an angel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's very like socially awkward. Would you say Emily? Yeah. hundred percent, which is yeah. weird because it, I think it's also weird because it's just not something we see Chad do for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah. 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 Um, I did enjoy the very atypical ending. Yes, I. Uh, we probably shouldn't spoil it, but yes, I. I mean, I guess we can if you'd like Just to. But go ahead and spoil it. No one's going to get to watch it anyway because we keep finding that. <laughs> I will say this: I always appreciate a different ending when movies like this because we're so used to the wrapped up in a bow ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Brenna, what happens is he he basically falls for her, but at the like we find out at the beginning of the movie that she's she's with somebody, she's with another person, uh-huh. and he Chad's character falls for her, but at the end of the movie, the whole gist of it is that you know he as an angel, Chad's character had to experience human love for himself so that he could help other people with it, um, and he basically drove them to get back together. Interesting. Which, like, again, I I kind of liked. I didn't yeah. dislike that. Nobody says that it has to be a romance between like the two main characters. Nobody. Right. That's not like a rule. I well, I mean, I guess it's an unspoken rule, but it's not a like a hardcore rule. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It, it was cute. It was just odd. It was odd. It was <laughs> definitely something we've never we have not seen before. We don't usually <laughs> see in this world. <laughs> no. No, for sure. Nope. Um, and Chad's got another one coming up this weekend, which I was not expecting. I'm a little confused by this sometimes when this happens and I don't, it doesn't happen often because usually stars do some sort of contract where they're like, okay, I'm on Hallmark this year. So I'm only going to be on Hallmark this year. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's interesting that not only is it like lifetime and it's also not Hallmark, it's lifetime and GAC. It's very strange to me. So I don't know if, I don't know if there was a falling out with Hallmark or what, but mistake me if I'm wrong. I think he had a Hallmark movie earlier this year. So he? I think he did. Now I'm Googling. To- me too. I'm like, am I wrong? Did I make this up? But Let's see. I know we're all just like hot on the trail now. Um, I, it, it just so yes. strange to me. Uh, yeah. It's something called Standall or Cove. And yeah. <laughs> Although Wikipedia is calling Angel Falls Christmas Hallmark Channel TV movie, not GAC family. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, something called Sand Dollar Cove, which I don't Sand Dollar Cove, and I yes, it was with the girl from Ally and AJ. I want to say if I'm remembering. Oh but, yeah, I do remember like so seeing we, that yeah. vaguely. <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty sure I watched this, but I watched another beach one with him, and it was really bad years ago. That <laughs> I can't watch another one, so I, I I started it, and it was like giving me, it was making me anxious. It was, I was giving you horrible flashbacks. Yeah, to the beach house, I believe it's called, which it was just like him on the living. In, oh, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this description right now for Sand Baller Cove, and it looks terrible. And my first reaction, I'm like, this looks so bad. I must see it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So bad. Abby, a wildlife biologist. It's always like the weirdest <laughs> jobs. I mean, they've oh, got to tie something to the ocean, right? It's summer. Like they've got to have something, you know. Oh yeah, always for sure. You know, so she's not gonna yeah. be a baker in a summer movie. That's just not how <laughs> this is gonna go. Story. That's very yeah. True. Chad's agent must have worked some witchcraft to get him on all three <laughs> networks this year. I mean, but I, I'll never forget that last year he was magically, I think we talked about it last year, that he was on a on one, was it with Jessica Lounda? No. 
was it? But was it last year going with Tori? Tori. No, Tori, that was right before right before Christmas, I think it was. That yeah. was what it was called. Oh, you're talking um, about there was another one? Yeah, I gotcha. Let's see. His one. name was Luke in it. That's and then the it was one. changed. No, his name was Luke in right before Christmas. Okay, so then there was a different one that he was with someone and her name was Haley. <laughs> because like, I you know what and I think it was lifetime because I when I recently yes, it was, was traveling like, I saw I saw this happen I was like no 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 maybe two it was to- Jessica Loundis in <laughs> last year she was also in lifetime it's called too close for Christmas yeah. and her name was Haley so when that got when that got picked up his all his name was also Luke and then they were like oh we can't no. have it be Luke and Haley we need to switch this like these these directors know that it's okay to like move past One Tree Hill, right? Like we hit it. Yeah. We know. That's why we're watching this movie. It's because we watched One Tree Hill. You don't have yeah. to remind us. It's so funny. crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then um the last one we had on here was Christmas movie magic. And the only reason this is on the list is because it's Drew Seeley, which like he was like a guest star in like some super random episode of One Tree Hill in like season one, but somehow the con circuit counts him as an alum. Wait, I, who was he in? Now I'm like, who was he in One Tree Hill? What did I, I miss? He was this? like a background actor, but he's like know. at every con, or he was at con. I for see a, him everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense because I definitely do not associate him at all with One Tree Hill. I mean, I'm looking at the pictures of him in the background at parties on, <laughs> on One Tree Hill, like he's on any of the any of the house party scenes in like season one but I still have no clue so I don't think you're supposed to know beyond that like I don't think he was anything is that really his biggest claim to fame yeah literally at that at a one party yes um and I have I did not see Christmas movie magic I didn't I mean Drew Seeley was fine like he was a part of my childhood but like I don't care to watch him and like this movie didn't sound that great so I was like eh yeah the it was him and and I didn't really care about the leading lady either not that I don't care I just didn't really I wasn't really familiar with her so yeah it just wasn't like there were other movies I wanted to prioritize this was not you know yeah right. <laughs> oh and Drew Seeley was also in right before Christmas jeez <laughs> these people I know right they're know. all over the place the yeah. overlap just cracks me up but yeah his, isn't his claim to fame high school musical Brenna? I mean, yeah, yes, I mean, that's what that's, he's known for. I mean, that's for, what yeah. he's known for. And then, like, the other movie that was, like, a big part of my childhood was another Cinderella story with Selena Gomez that yeah, was, like, course. on repeat <laughs> for me as in middle school. But, yeah. Um, so, but those are kind of his, like, two big things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, was, I was the slightest bit too old for High School Musical, just the teeniest. So, yeah. Brian always has to fill in my knowledge about that. I'm like, what was that again? Okay, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> so uh, the only other movie we've got in the One Tree Hill section is one that, again, that is not out yet. Uh, it's The Christmas House 2. I love that they made a sequel to this. Love Don't it. you? Because I did not need more of this. Oh, I thought it was sweet. I liked the first one. Well, I will say, obviously, I love anything that has any LGBTQ storylines because, like, why the hell did it take so long? But, um, yeah, I couldn't. I mean, I love Robert Buckley so much and I love the parents, but mm, I didn't really love this. <laughs> oh, I thought it was cute. I, well, clearly I a lot of people asked. did if they have, yeah. the, they have a sequel. So, but I have a hard time with sequels in general for the most mm-hmm. part. And we'll talk about this later in my honorable mentions, but I feel like usually because the joy of Hallmark is watching two people fall in love that like on a sequel, a lot of the time there's like some problem with their relationship. And I'm like, no, no, that's not why I'm here to watch. I don't watch Hallmark for problems. <laughs> 
That's a good point you bring up. Now I'm a little nervous for that one. I'm like, oh no, like Jonathan Bennett and his like husband, like that couple, they just adopted a baby. I'm like, oh no, but you raise a good point. Oh, I'm nervous. Yeah. 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 Um, I just saw the first one, like at the beginning of like this season. So like right after Thanksgiving and I, I don't know, I think it was the cast. Like you put Rob Buckley and Jonathan Bennett in a movie together. And then like, of course, Treat Williams is like the token Christmas dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean- but you know what? He could have been in our one Chicago. Oh, I guess you did currently. He's not on the show anymore. Um, yeah, that, this one goes for both. Yeah. <laughs> but both. he he also, yeah, Treat Williams for me. I'll watch anything he's in. Yeah. So. Same. Same. Yeah. yeah. Same. So those are two that I'm excited to see this weekend. But yeah, the just interesting, interesting movies. So um, from there, we move into our honorable mentions. Now, these are movies that no one Chicago, no one Tree Hill, just other movies that we've watched that we we thought were pretty cute this season to put on the list. So uh, let's see, scroll on down here. Oh yeah, okay, Emily, go ahead and kick us off. Yeah, so well, I will say uh, you guys had some of mine. I mean, I we've we'll get to that, but Coyote Creek Christmas was the first one that I that I actually really liked because Janelle Parrish was so cute in it, and I felt like it was a little different. I also love when there's like a single dad situation in any of them <laughs> for some reason like I just love that I think it's so cute mm-hmm. um another one for me and this is where I'll talk about sequels princess switch three okay this is my defense of this of course it's Netflix Vanessa Hudgens um the first one that it came out I was obsessed with and I watched it a thousand times the second one I barely could finish because it was so unbearable. The third one I was dreading watching because I was gonna be I thought I was gonna hate it I loved it so much really <laughs> okay so it- I didn't like it that much. I did not finish this one. It's so cute. Like it, ha- I feel like it gives her, I don't know. It, I also like low key love that Vanessa Hutchins is doing this when she doesn't need the money and she doesn't, and she's probably making so much money and that she's playing three characters. Like 90% of the movie is her talking to herself. Like I'm so impressed with that. Yeah. No, I'm impressed with, I, for me, I guess it was cause like, so I like you, I love the first one. I've watched it a bunch of times. I, the second one was fine. Like I, it wasn't my favorite, but I didn't hate it. But I like, I guess for me, like they were trying to make it so hard to like care about Fiona. Of course. And, like, yeah. I just like, I was like, that's not why I wanted to watch this. Like I, I, <laughs> I the reason I liked the first move, you know, I liked the couples from, you know, the original couples, like right. I didn't really care about Fiona. And I was like, I, eh, this is not what I wanted to watch, <laughs> but like, I, so I didn't finish it, but like, yeah, I'm impressed that she could do all three and like, I love Vanessa Hudgens. So yeah, same. Gina, did you watch this one or not? I, I did not. I did Have not you see seen this any one? of them? No. <laughs> the first one's worth watching for sure. Yeah, for I, sure. Get, I get the mixed feelings on them because I could not even bear the second one. So I get it. The, uh, uh, the one I got sucked into was The Christmas Prince. That's the other like Netflix franchise, right? And I loved The Christmas yes. Prince, but the sequels were also awful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like so disappointing. Christmas Prince is honestly the one that I like download onto my like onto my phone from Netflix to have like on the train or on a plane because if I get like anxious or I'm like or I have like something going on and I need to like just relax because I put on Christmas Prince and it like calms me (laughs) the strangest thing I haven't watched that one in a while but I I feel like I'm redue for a rewatch this season like I yeah you know oh the first one yeah the the second and third was there a fourth one there wasn't a fourth one right it was I think there was only the three yeah yeah but yeah second and third not great but the first one again great Yes. And now there is a new one on Netflix, um, A Very Country Christmas. 
I think that's what it's called. And they're doing a, they have another one, a new one coming out. We started a very country Christmas. Um, we didn't get far into it, but we started it. We'll probably finish it. I believe that they're now I need to look, so I'm not wrong, but, um, I believe that they're married in real life and that's okay. I'm thinking of, yes, a very country Christmas was, and then they did a very country wedding and now they're doing a California maybe I'm mixing movies up, but a California Christmas city lights, which comes, came out today and they're married in real life. So I'm very into that. California Christmas city light. That sounds terrible. And I must watch it immediately. (laughs) The first one was not good, (laughs) but I was into it. And I, and I was like, wow, they have great chemistry. And then I was like, oh, Oh. they're married in real life. (laughs) That's good that they have great chemistry. Yeah. Um, So my other one that I wasn't obsessed with, but I think it deserves an honorable mention is Christmas CEO because Marisol Nichols and Paul Green. I love both of them separately. And then I thought that they were really cute together. Did either of you see this? No, unfortunately. I like that. It's also like, she's very much like following her dreams and he's like, doesn't support her. So she's like, bye. And I like that. (laughs) And then my last one, I didn't even love this, but I enjoyed Casey Dietrich enough that I felt like it was worth mentioning a very merry bridesmaid. This was not a huge Emily Osment fan. This was on, it was on your list. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, I just really enjoy Casey Dietrich. I mean, same, I mean, same, um, who does it? And I mean, I'm very glad to see him in a Hallmark movie. He can come back again and again and again. I, yeah, love him. Um, yeah, I like I just I just really enjoyed this. I didn't think they had like the most amazing chemistry, but I no, I really like this one and I think it was mainly cuz of Casey Dietrich, but like yes. I mean, yeah. So I mean, it. I want I want to see him with like I don't know. Maybe there's, I mean, there's so many people like Tori DeVito, I think could be, they could be a real oh. like, good chemistry, um, but also Eloise Mumford. So I, I could really see that happening. I think he could honestly have chemistry with like anybody though. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. Part. I mean, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I have no idea who you guys are talking about, <laughs> but cool. Well, you should look him up because he I'm is, um, he has a CW show that I, it's called in the dark. Oh, Brenna, you anyone... love that one. I, I love, yeah, it's really good. I really wait. I had that. to stop watching it because I didn't, I thought it was awful. That's so really? funny, but I clearly, really I mean, it's like season it. three, so people like it, obviously. They're filming season four right now. Yeah. That's wild. I that honestly, is... it was one of those things where I was like, this does not look good, but I got a chance to interview him like right when the show premiered and I was like, oh, like I'll watch a few episodes. Like I interviewed him, like, sure. He was really nice. Like, okay, sure. And then I was like, oh, this is actually kind of good. And yeah, then I was it. like, and I was like, but CW he's not going to pick it up like it aired at a weird time I was like you know they're going to cancel it whatever and like it's kept going and going and I'm like okay well I guess I'm going to keep watching it then but I really like it I fell in love with him years ago on iCandy on MTV I don't know if any of you all watched it but it was but I haven't gotten a chance to watch if you it's probably on Paramount plus and it's it's um him and Victoria Justice it's so good So I will say like, I was ran for one season and I was so mad when it got canceled and it was, it was really, really good. Now Um, I'm checking Paramount plus to see if it's, I didn't think about looking for it there. It probably is because it's MTV studios. So I bet it is. Paramount plus is the best. I feel like it's the most underrated streaming service. I am obsessed with Paramount plus. Like it is not on Paramount plus. (gasps) It says they can't find that. 
Wow. I'm really disappointed. I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to reach out and be like, why is this here? Um, when you reach out, you've also got to ask them where all the good seasons of the real world are. Well, I can actually tell you, I have a little bit of info on that, um, that music rights are really hard to get because, and so that's part of it. And if you notice, if you go back and watch, I don't know if you watch the challenge, but if you watch some seasons of the challenge, there are some episodes missing. And that's because the behavior that they showed and that they kind of let get away with is not acceptable in oh, 2021. It's super problematic. And now, I mean, yeah. it's not acceptable then either. But of course, in a 2021 light, as Chris Harrison would say, <laughs> now they're realizing that it's not acceptable. So they they're like, like, let's just not show the episode. People will forget. <laughs> They had all like, they have like the early seasons, like the first New York, the first like yeah. LA, but like all the good stuff, like the peak ones for me was like Chicago, San Diego, like Brooklyn was fantastic. And Brooklyn was insane. Yeah. But didn't, I think he died the guy that's on it. And I feel like Bro- that's Brooklyn. maybe I'm thinking of a different one. Maybe I'm thinking of Hollywood. Hollywood um, was the one with Joey. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, the fact that some of the best ones, I mean, San Diego all day. Yeah. Yeah, that was the good one. But yeah, they're yeah. missing all the good ones. And then it's all the newer ones. And the newer ones, I can't even watch. The minute I became older than the people on that show, I was like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> no. Wait, side note. Are y'all watching 20 something? Speaking it's on of my real world. List to watch this weekend. It's literally, if you, if I moved my TV over, it's on pause right now. Some of them, <laughs> I just started and I'm like, great. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Cause I guarantee I'll binge all the things. Wait, what's I'm it on? on? Netflix. Netflix. It's Netflix. literally, they're like eight, eight people come to live in in Austin in a house and live. And I'm like, it's the real world. The real it's world? the same exact show. It's yeah. the same. I don't know how Netflix got away with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I know if I check it out, I'll get sucked in though. That's the I thing. Know. I know. That's me. why I've waited until now. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> so like yeah. holidays, I have some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. So then moving from Emily's honorable mentions into Bryna's Bryna, go ahead. Okay, so the first one on my list is My Family Christmas Tree, which was Hallmark, and it was Amy Teagarden and Andrew Walker. I didn't necessarily, this wasn't my favorite one, but I was not as familiar with Andrew Walker before I watched this movie, and I loved him. Oh, you need to go back and watch everyone he's done. He's so good. This was the one I was bummed that you had on your list because this was like one of my favorites. It was more just because, yeah, like, I wanted, like, I was like, oh my God, I love him. I need to watch everything he's ever been in now. Like, I, yeah. yeah. Um, but Amy T. Garden in this, like, maybe it's just because, like, as Julie in Friday Night Lights, and I haven't really seen her in much since then, like, mm-hmm. Julie was such kind of an awkward character, but I feel like Amy T. Garden is still kind of, like, an awkward actress. Like, I don't know, something about her just felt very awkward in this. I would agree with that. And I enjoyed it a lot, but I would agree that she's, she's kind of, it's kind of strange. Yeah. So, um, but I liked that this wasn't just a romance. Like I, I liked the other story of like the family stuff. Like I thought it was cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was definitely cute. Like I said, but the main reason I had this on my list was because I now need to go watch everything Andrew Walker's ever been in. I will suggest Snowden Christmas. It's from like five or six, probably five years ago. And it's him and Joy Lenz. And it's incredible. Oh, hell yeah. That's definitely they like, going to go find. I think they like get stuck in Colorado or something together. Oh, so into it. Definitely, <laughs> they have amazing chemistry. Definitely finding that this weekend somewhere on the internet. Um, <laughs> the next one on my list was a Christmas dance reunion, which was Lifetime. And it was Monique Coleman and Corbin Blue. 
This was probably one of my favorites of the whole year. And That's because of your hype, because you're a I mean, musical fan. I, it is. I also really, I, I enjoyed it, but yeah, I definitely was more because it was the high school musical reunion of my dreams. So <laughs> I mean, I think it's always cute when they can bring people together, like bring old co-stars together. Lifetime does a really good job of that. Yeah. And I, like I said, it wasn't something I knew I really even wanted before they announced it. And then I was like, oh man, this is all I ever wanted apparently. And I didn't know it, but <laughs> I yeah I really enjoyed it they still have like great chemistry that they've always had and I just and there was some dancing and I just yeah I I really enjoyed it um I didn't I didn't watch it because I wasn't a huge high school musical person and I wasn't really familiar which is fair I they were (laughs) definitely pandering to like I think my you know like the people who were younger a little bit you know when like this came out and it it totally worked and I'm not even ashamed to say that it worked um <laughs> next one i had was single all the way which was the new netflix one with michael yuri and luke mcfarlane mm-hmm. um i love this one i think this was my one of my favorites too from the year for sure i really enjoyed this too luke mcfarlane i can watch anything in though so i, mean, I think same. that that's what <laughs> same and I'm glad I liked him in this one because I did not like his other Hallmark one from this year, which kind of disappointed me. Um, I don't even think I saw his. It other was one. him and Heather Hemmons. It was like right after Halloween. It came out like maybe Halloween weekend. Definitely like was, didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, it was not. And I mean, I, I like Luke McFarlane. They just didn't have chemistry, in my opinion. Like, mm. I didn't think there was a, they were bad in it, but I just didn't think they had chemistry at all. Right. But this one, I really enjoy. I really yeah. This and this is a huge. It's a big success for Netflix. They really. It's a good Mm -hmm. one for them. Gina, have you watched it yet? I haven't watched it yet. I I I don't know why I haven't. I just haven't. We usually just watch Hallmark. But you know what I found out is that Michael Yuri is from like right here in in my area. He's a he's local to Dallas, which I I didn't even know about until like our local news posted about him, and I was like, we have the same hometown. Cool. You'll love Uh, it. You'll love it. It's really it's really really good um yeah very charming yeah um I also really liked Love Hard which was another Netflix one the Nina Dobrev Jimmy Yang Darren Barnett one um I just I really like all of them it was hard for me because I'm a big never have I ever fan and so watching Darren as someone who's not a high schooler even though in this movie he's playing his actual age was like weird for me but I still really enjoy I I really like this one I thought it was cute I liked that it was a little bit different than you were used to, but yeah, for sure. I, d- I didn't love it. Uh, every one of my friends loves it. And I don't know why I just didn't. <laughs> I thought it was cute. It was definitely not my favorite of this, but I thought it was, you know, worth a mention for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely not my favorite of the season, but I liked it. I thought it was cute, but yeah, it's gotten a lot of hype on the internet. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, if you like this, then definitely go watch other. I mean, there, I think there are some that are better, but I right. thought it was cute. You know, I thought it was cute. Um, okay. The next I had was the Christmas contest, which was call marks, Candace Cameron Bure and John Brotherton. That Fuller house reunion. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's really the reason I, I thought the storyline was fine. It wasn't my favorite, but I liked it for solely the Fuller house reunion. Gina, what'd you think? I thought it was, it was so, so over the top cheesy, but they get away with it because it's Candace Cameron Bure and John Brotherton, like over the top, awkward, cheesy, but they get away with it. 
But then like, honestly, when she like, there was a scene after he like disappointed her again and she was like ripping up the ornaments. And I was like, wow, this is like legitimate. How every girl, like this is me, this is watching myself have a breakdown. So like, I did enjoy that. Yeah. I will say that I am, I'm team Steve for life, but John Brotherton is not bad looking. It was nice to look at him, but also team Steve for life. Yeah, for sure. I like, and I, I think they did a good, like, it felt like if you were a Matt fan in Fuller House, then I feel like you got your fix of what you wanted, like seeing them, you know, be together again, you know, on a movie. But like, yeah, this totally. one to me was just fine. Like, again, I liked it for the reunion, but like, it was, it was fine. The the choreographed dance scenes on like morning television, just like, it's one of those where you're just like, oh God, it's a train wreck. I can't watch. But, right, but you can't stop watching. Yeah. 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 Um, then the last one, which has been my favorite, favorite, favorite one of like the whole season is Eight Gifts of Hanukkah, which is Hallmark and it's in Bar Lavi and Jake Epstein. And I adored this. Like I don't know how I missed this. Oh my god. It's but I adore Jake Epstein, so I really need to watch it. It's so good. I think. I've been really up until this year, I've been really disappointed with the Hanukkah movies. A, just because really up and even till last year, they weren't even like they were Hanukkah movies with Christmas attached. Like they didn't even have Hanukkah in the name, but they're like, oh, look, we're doing Hanukkah movies. I'm like, no, you're not. You can't even say like, call them Hanukkah. Like, you know, it's like mistletoes and menorahs is like, no, (laughs) no. Um, But this was really, I mean, is it? perfect no like do I still I think they could still go a little you know there's still a little room for improvement but this one by far the best one I've seen I I actually kept it on my DVR because I plan to watch it like again like I I loved it I thought it was great I love that you kept that's how I do too with my favorites um but I my issue with the with a lot of the um ones that are Hanukkah based now are like the pre from the preview even is just like this looks like a Christmas movie but everything is blue and I'm like you can't go you can't do more than that like you can take it a step further so that's kind of like my yeah, big complaint like I said, so at least you said they're getting better a little I thought this one was definitely their best one I agree obviously I you know even in our house like we definitely don't go blue and silver for everything and in this one it was like blue and silver I'm like oh my god no and I'm <laughs> like, like we get it like they're having a Hanukkah meal and they're eating foods that like yes they're like Jewish foods but like you definitely don't eat at Hanukkah like I, we don't really make kugel for Hanukkah that's not really a thing but they they were like oh let's just throw in every Jewish food we can think and I'm like no that's not but comparatively I think this was the best one I thought the romance was really cute the way they did it I thought the actors chemistry was really great and I love that they're both Jewish um, I thought that added to it too like I by far this has been the best one I think personally so nice. I really liked it nice I love to check it out yes <laughs> yeah so then um I don't have nearly as many on my list but um I have a couple so um a Christmas to remember this one was with Cameron Matheson this is another one in that whole like I have a concussion and can't remember who I am trope um yeah just it was terrible but also like I found the ending really sweet because mm-hmm. yeah, they're just, it's basically like, of course it's a super small town because it's a Hallmark movie, but uh, the actress who I can't even remember her name, but she like drives her car into a ditch and Cameron Matheson's character finds her. And instead of thinking like, oh, you could be a serial killer. I should probably call 911 or something. He's like, why don't you come stay with us? Right. Yeah. 
million ways that could go. She's very lucky she's in a Hallmark movie because it only end well. Um, so like they give her her own name because she can't remember anything. And then finally, like as her past comes back to her, like she goes back to her hometown only to realize that she really wants to be there. And I don't know why the, I thought the ending was cute, even though the premise was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but, you know, it's comforting to watch like these movies with ridiculous premises and ridiculous endings and just be like, 100%. oh, that worked out. Like, yeah, 100%. You didn't end up on my favorite murder. Yay. <laughs> so that was one. Um, I had the Christmas contest on there. I thought that was pretty sweet. Uh, and the other one I've got on my list is the one with Kimberly Williams, Paisley, and Ashley Williams. The title definitely escapes me, but I didn't. Well, there's been two. They did two this year together. Yeah. Um, it's the one where they switch it up. So I think it's, is it called like switch up? I thought it's called like sister swap or something. Sister swap. Yeah. Sister Swap, you're right. So Sister Swap, um, a hometown holiday. So what it was is they did like a hometown holiday on one Sunday and then Christmas in the city on another Sunday. Mm -hmm. And if you watch both, you can see there's a scene at the end of both that they overlap. It just focuses on one sister and one and the other sister and the other. So it is really cool what they did. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure. (laughs) That's cool. I was definitely yesterday years old when I found out they were sisters. Oh my gosh, really? For years, I've always been like waiting for them to be in something together because I love both of them. No, up until yesterday, Ashley Williams has always just been the girl in How I Met Your Mother, like the cake girl. Never put it together that they were related. So, um, (laughs) but it was enjoyable. I thought it was pretty cute. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that was a good one. If you want to talk about like these movies kind of like jazzing it up a little, they featured an interracial couple. They did indeed. Yeah. So So the fact that we had to go through the whole list to say that is a problem, but that's fine. It is. (laughs) Although we technically, we had an interracial couple in the holiday fix up. We did. And to be fair, there, there have been a few, there have been some, even on, in yeah. like the main couples. Absolutely. I'm not saying there isn't, but it's just, it's just not a lot. Mm-hmm. No, they definitely can do better for sure. <laughs> yeah. Also going back to the holiday fix up real fast. Can we talk about how on the nose it is that Jana Kramer's character was named Sam Carpenter? Mm-hmm. Like I just, we, I interviewed her at us for this and it was just so funny because I'm like, okay, you play a character who can't, doesn't post enough on her social media where and in real life, she literally, that's all she does. Yeah. And it's all she does. She literally is the definition of like an oversharer. And it's just so crazy that they're like, you need to post more about your personal life. And she's like posting like her literal pictures of her crying over a divorce on her Instagram. It's like insane. Uh, yeah, I, I had to unfollow her. It got kind of uncomfortable because it was like all sponsored ads. And then it was just like that kind of stuff. Like either oversharing or sponsored ads. I was like, yeah. nope. Like, yeah, I respect your privacy. I don't need this. Like, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So, so those were, those were some good ones, but yeah. So those are kind of like all the movies that we've been watching this season. Of course, there's more to come because it's only like yeah. the 15th, 16th of December, but you know, we'll be watching those and you guys tell us yours too. Cause we love these Christmas movies. I will say like some of the Christmas, what are some of the Christmas movies you guys watch every year? Like doesn't have to be Netflix or Hallmark or anything, just like period. What are some Christmas movies you absolutely have to watch? Um, yeah, I'll go home alone. Both home alone one and two are both like, I, I have to watch both. Um, what else do I watch every year? I don't even know if it's considered a Christmas movie, but I feel like it is um, While You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock, <laughs> a classic. I'm obsessed. And um, same with You've Got Mail, one of my all-time favorite movies, because they have such like iconic Christmas scenes in them that just make me feel good at Christmas time. That's good. That's good. I haven't seen While You Were Sleeping in, in a long, long time. So is that kind mm-hmm. of like Die Hard that it just happens around Christmas? 
Yeah. So, but I would, I would also say Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Like, I don't think it's not, not, not that it's a Christmas movie. Like I get why people watch it at Christmas and this is, yeah, it's the same thing. There's a very, like, it happens right around Christmas. So they have like a Christmas party and then they have a new year's Eve party. So like, that's a big part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Brenna, what about you? Um, I mean, I will watch the Home Alone movies if they're on. I don't necessarily go out and like search for them every Christmas. Um, but the two I probably watch every year by far is Santa Claus one and two. Those are like two of my faves. And then the other one, I don't know why I love this movie so much, but this Christmas, um, which is Idris Elba, Loretta Devine, Chris Brown, Columbus Short, Regina King, like all those people. I've never seen that. Yeah, me neither. I love it. I don't know. I think I just like watched it like kind of right after it came out and I've watched it pretty much every year since then. I just, for whatever reason, I really enjoy that movie and I watched it. I love it. So it's so crazy how there's like one movie that like people watch and they like no one else really cares about almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like such a, that such is a that movie for life. me. Like I said, I just I would for whatever reason that's my jam. So I watch it every year. So funny. Nice. Yeah, I'm with you on the home alone for sure. Uh, home alone. I was just telling Charlie earlier that we haven't seen Elf yet and we need to get on that because like well, we've already seen it, it's just we haven't watched it this year yet. No, I was gonna oh, say. Oh, oh. No, I was no, gonna no, say it's okay. Um Actually, side note, Bryna, um, Rachel has not seen Home Alone. She told me that today. I was like, what? We have a friend who has not seen Home Alone. I was just like, that's insane. Oh my God. How does she avoid it? I feel like it's literally on every single day. I know. I mean, on Freeform, it pretty much is. Yeah. I've already watched it like three times. Yeah. 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 I was laughing about today. We had our holiday party for work and we had our, like, we, they were encouraging us to like change our virtual background. So mine was the pizza scene from Home Alone when all the family members were just like staring at him. I was like laughing at myself and Rachel was just like, I've never seen Home Alone. I was like, oh my God, jeez. That's um, so crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that's a given. Elf, I make sure to watch that. Love Actually is a big one. Um, it gets a lot of backlash in this day and age, which is, makes me really sad, but it's still so good. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then my, my, my Dolly Parton Christmas special from 1990 that I will always watch every single year and have not missed. I love uh, that bless YouTube and bless Dolly. Yeah. So those, um, I have one more question for you guys. Cause I'm curious about this. Okay. Um, any actor you want dead or alive in anything does not have to be just one Chicago. Who would you like to see in a Hallmark movie that has never been in a Hallmark movie? Oh, oh. you know, That's- I think Jesse Spencer or Taylor Kinney would both be really good in Hallmark. I'd be good money to see a Taylor Kinney <laughs> Hallmark movie. <laughs> It's never going to happen, but I would no. like to believe that it will. No. James Lafferty would be a good one. You know, it surprised me that James hasn't done them because I think that um, I think that Stephen Claudia is so good in them and I miss having him in them that I'm just surprised that they haven't kind of been like, here, you too. Yeah. 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 That's a good I'm one. Think. I'm trying. Yeah. We put me on the spot. I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah, that's a tough one. And I'm also trying to think of actresses and I'm just, Joy's the only one I would think of, but Joy's already been in some. Yeah, she's so good in yeah. all of them. Yeah. I mean, in Hillary Burton, obviously I love having her in them. I think she, I will hope she does more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's such a degree of like familiarity when you see the One Tree Hill kids in anything, you're just like, oh, this feels familiar. This feels good. Yeah. That's nice. Huh. Yeah. I kind of got myself with that question too. I'm like, wait, who... <laughs> what I want to see mm-hmm. yeah we got to think about that one so huh 
Well, uh, we can't have Emily on the podcast without doing a TV roundup and talking about, you know, TV because it's kind of the thing that we all love and have in common. So um, before we do like the full TV roundup of like what we're watching, I mean, we've got to talk one Chicago because it's been a whole like nine episodes now and, you know, we've got a lot to catch up on. So um, let's start off with Med. What has been, how have you felt about Med this season, Emily? Um, I really love the new characters they've brought in. I thought that they have great chemistry. I think that I am frustrated per usual with the storyline that Will has, um, which is something that I go through repeatedly every season because I don't understand how this happens all the time. And he just continues to make bad mistakes, bad choices. Obviously, he's <laughs> not really making bad choices this time around. He's just been put in a bad situation. But um, I think that I really, I feel like it is, a stronger show than it's been in a long time. Um, yeah. I will say that last season I got very bored with it I, and I will never stop watching, but I, I got bored and I still watch it every week. Um, this season, I find myself looking forward to med more than I have more than I have in a few years. Yeah. Something we always talk about on the pod is that med has become our safe show now. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's not yeah. going to break your heart. It's just going to mm-hmm. like, nobody's in mortal peril. It's just, you know, and even if it frustrates you, it's not going to be that bad. So, okay. But let me, what, what is it about Will's storyline that's frustrating you? Cause his butt got saved in the mid season. Like he couldn't go rogue. He didn't have the chance. Right. And I'm thankfully, but I guess it's just like that now, I don't know. I feel like now that he's put, he's back when he shouldn't, he got fired and then got brought back when he shouldn't have gotten fired anyways, he didn't do anything wrong, but he was brought back and to do this one task. And then now, now what are they going to do? They're going to keep him on. And he completely always breaks the rules. Every single episode, he breaks the rules. He's unable to follow the rules of being a doctor. And I just, that's like, to me, every single episode, he's like, I'm in a, I have a moral, a moral code. It's like, well, we know you have a moral code, but like every single patient, you break the rules. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's true. It's fair. That's true. Yeah. I was a little bummed to see Michael Rady's character get arrested just because of Michael Rady. I love, but also it was time. Like how long could we have carried that on? <laughs> no, right. <laughs> like, yeah. I was surprised they went where they did with like the drugs, the drug use with him. Yeah. 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 I definitely did not have cocaine induced heart attack on my like Chicago med bingo board. This, no, this definitely season. not. Um, yeah. Emily, I'm curious, what do you think, though, about, like, the Crockett, uh, Dr. Blake, like, mother-daughter love triangle he's, like, now found himself in? I think it's so uncomfortable that it's a mother-daughter <laughs> situation. Like, I-, I could not be more uncomfortable thinking about it. But then I'm, like, he has such good chemistry with both of them that I'm so in. And, like, I love both those actresses. I'm, like, can is there a way that they can both join the show and we can be in with this? I hope he still, I hope he like has something with Joanna Brady, the daughter, um, who plays the daughter uh, more than I hope, you know, obviously more than Sarah, Sarah Rafferty is that, that's yeah. right. Um, but I do love Sarah's character on the show. I don't think he's going to move to that unit though. I feel like long-term that doesn't make sense, but I, I, I cannot believe that they are having a like love triangle with a mother and daughter. I don't think he can, in good faith, make out with Johanna Brady's character, knowing like right, oh, they haven't kissed yet, right? No, no, no. But I don't think he can, in good conscience, make out with her, especially knowing in the back of his head, like I made out with your mom. That's yeah, awkward. no, because that was not a mistletoe kiss. That that is not a mistletoe kiss. That is much more than that. <laughs> also, who hangs mistletoe in the workplace? <laughs> Literally setting up for an HR complaint. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
It's 2021, people. <laughs> it's not Chicago Med if they're not always on the verge of an HR complaint, though. Let's be real. <laughs> this is very true. Every I mean, single person yeah. in that company dates each other. But yeah. that's why we love them because they're crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Were you surprised that Goodwin called the FBI? Um, no, I wasn't because I felt like she had been leaning toward that way even before Will came in. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that if she didn't, it would kind of go against Goodwin because I think she's the one who she definitely has like that moral code that she can't turn back onto, which is why I feel like she keeps letting all these things happen. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So yeah. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. And we love the newbies. Dylan Scott is like the greatest thing to happen to med. Incredible. Incredible. (laughs) Like I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. He's great. Um, We had Kristen on the pod too. We had both of them on the pod separately. The nicest people. They're so sweet. Uh, I, I'm just so impressed that they were able to find, I like, I didn't really know who they were to be honest. And I'm impressed that they were able to find these people and they have really good chemistry with the cast right away. Usually that's not the case with new people. We've seen it happen a lot. in the one Chicago world when people come in and I'm like, Ooh, not like that they're bad actors, but just that they don't always mesh right away. Yeah. And this like family that are, they've created and this really, it works for them. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Ethan situation that he's been in and out? Well, I know it's because he's filming obviously another project. So like from that side, I get it, but it seems like a little silly. They just keep being like, just kidding. He's coming in for a day. And then they're like, you're not off. You're not, you're not in actually. Well, and apparently that's how it's going to happen in the back half too. Like he's going to pop in for like episode 12 supposedly. And then like, he won't be back until 18 for real. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Jesus. I'm actually surprised he didn't just leave the show, to be honest. Um, but I'm glad because I love I love him so much. And I think he brings a lot to it. Uh, but yeah, I, I was surprised. And I, I could see that if he gets something better or not, not better in that way, but yeah. like better, a better opportunity, I could see that happening. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's just because I'm so nervous after Jesse Spencer left, but like, so when I see when I see Brian's Insta stories and stuff like that, like his daughter's starting to do acting work now yeah. too, so too. So when I saw that one like today, actually, and I was just like, he, we don't have much like much longer with him on Med. He's gonna leave. Yeah. Like, well, I that's what it. happens. But I, but then again, I also thought the same way that I, I feel that way about Taylor Kinney. I used to feel that way. I'm like, how has he not booked something different? But I think he just really loves his time on Fire, and I'm so glad. I mean, show would not be the same without him. But yeah, I always said that I thought Taylor would be the first to leave Fire, and I mean, I'm glad he's still around, obviously, and I don't mm-hmm. want him to leave. But I definitely always kind of thought he would be the first to leave. Yeah, 100. percent For sure, for sure. So, um, Archer, love him, hate him, can't stand him. <laughs> I mean. Here's my thing. I absolutely love Steven Weber and he plays such a good bad guy. I think they're finally like trying to unpeel back, like peel back a little bit on him and showing why he is the way he is, but no, he should not have been hired to begin with. And you don't just get promoted like that. That's not a thing. So you do when you're a white guy. (laughs) Well, none of us have ever been promoted like that. Let's be honest. So No, no. no, definitely not. Are you guys a fan? Are you guys a fan of him or no? No, I'm not. Yeah, I definitely I appreciated learning a little bit more about like why he is the way he is in the finale or in the mid season. But like, yeah, no, it's still going to take a little bit for me to actually be an Archer fan. If I, I mean, he's literally the reason Brian got like that he got shot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like how how is no one just they're like just letting it go. 
the kicker for me was when he sedated the guy without his consent. I like that <laughs> is a lawsuit, like a big lawsuit right there. And he thinks that he's totally justified in what he did. I'm like, no, bye. Right. Like leave, <laughs> go be friends with Voight and go like literally. Wherever. Yeah. Just, yeah. I know. So, I, I agree. Know. To me, it was just too little too late when he had the hate. We, he had a scene with Dr. Charles in the mid season about, you know, like it's not bad all the time, but, but whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, no, this is too little too late. Like I know, I knew from the moment he got Ethan shot that he was sorry. It's just that yeah. like, he just Absolutely. didn't want to verbalize it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So med, it's been so good though. So good. Yeah. So good. Uh, fire. So I, I haven't been bothered by fire as much as other people have. Like a, a large part of this fandom is not happy with the way fire has gone this season. I, and I've told Derek this, so I don't feel bad saying this, but I am, I'm bored with fire. I am. I think because the things that I love so much have been lacking. Mm-hmm. I love the one thing that I do. I do really like to start the positive is that I really love the older, the older group of, um, of firemen. So obviously like that is really great. I could care less about the younger ones. So, and I know I shouldn't say that, but I I just don't, I don't have a connection to them. Um, Like I'm fine with it, but I just don't have a connection to it. But usually the thing that keeps me is Stella Severide vibe, not even just the couple, but the two of them, even individually, I just like their storylines and Brett and Casey even individually. So it's like the fact that she's been gone and now, and Casey's gone, like, it's just really, it's been tough for me. Yeah. I think it's hard too, because I think we all know that obviously I don't think this was the writer's intentions, like off screen stuff happened. And like, obviously that's just kind of the business, like it happens and you have to adjust, but it's definitely been different and weird and definitely not my favorite, which has been really hard. I think for me too, because like I loved eight and nine. I think those are some of my favorite seasons of fire, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's definitely been weird to watch it's not been my favorite although I really love the millennials that's been like one of my favorite parts and the one of the things that keeps me tuning in every week yeah I I I think they got I think they got dealt a really shitty hand this season yeah and they're just trying to do the best that they can so I I think I'm just of the school of thought of like okay well it's just it's shitty right now but it's gonna get better like you know we we knew we know Miranda's not leaving not as far as we know knock on wood we have trust issues now um But I'm on a big, I'm on a big Gallo and Violet kick. The more stuff that happens with them, the more I'm like, they are the cutest. They are puppy love and I love it and it's perfect. So I'm on a big kick with them, but we'll see where the Stella ride stuff goes in the back half. Cause I did not like that promo when he was like, were you with somebody else? I'm not worried though. Like, I'm not worried about them. Like, I don't think they're going to break up. I mean, right. No, I know a lot of people, I mean, have complaints about the way Stella's been written in like with that promo and stuff but like I'm not worried about them like I get they had to have some reason that she left like they can't just have her off for like five episodes and like think that everything like they had to create some sort of drama and I get like I get it like you know it's television so like I'm not worried about them though yeah I don't I don't think they're I I don't think that they could do that I don't think that they could especially after what happened with Jesse leaving I don't think that they could have like Casey and Brett also be apart not that they broke up but like have them be apart and then also split up these two I just don't think that's gonna happen yeah yeah um trying to think of I mean there's just not a lot else going on on fire god um yeah 
we're okay. Fire, fire's just going through a rough patch. It's okay. It'll, it is. It'll, and I have faith yeah. that Derek will, you know, bring it back because he does that all the time. Like they've had rough patches before and we've come back. And like you said, eight and nine were both like so strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, while we're talking about Derek, have you seen FBI International? I have not. You want to talk about Derek, like hitting his stride? I am obsessed. Like, Are you? It's so good. It's so I got to check it out. I have to check it out. I, the FBI's for me, I have some like are a bit slower for me to get into. I watch them and I, but I don't watch them weekly. I usually catch up like three weeks later because I yeah. don't have to cover them. For obviously for the Chicago's, I also cover for work. So it's like the, the added, I have to watch or I, and I, I don't know, I guess Chicago, it's like, I look forward to that every week, but um, I don't dislike the FBI's they are just a little bit slower for me. So wait, what came first for you? Were you covering it for work before you got into it or were you already into it? And then you were like, I'll cover it for work. I was already into it. Yeah. I was watching from the beginning, um, because I was a law and order person. So like I was anything Dick Wolf did, I was like, yeah, man. Um, and <laughs> so when like fire started from day one, I watched every episode of everything. And then, um, I was like, Hey, we should cover this show. <laughs> and then they were like, Oh, people care about it. And it's like, yeah. yeah and thank do. God you do, because that is how we stay informed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get you guys get a lot of stuff though it's not just me I mean you guys are definitely doing doing the good the good work too uh yeah so FBI International is fantastic there's a ship on FBI International that I'm obsessed with um and every time I message Brian about it I'm like oh yeah of course I'm obsessed with it it's Derek yeah of course oh he's so. he knows how to write a ship that mm-hmm. I'm like I'm staying on so yeah. yeah yeah it's really good so Brian you're caught up right no, I haven't seen the most recent one, but I'm caught up with besides that. It's so good. It's so good. Um, the other one, oh, uh, Darkwoods, the podcast. Have you listened to that at all? I have not yet. What do you guys think? I, I got listened to it into that. It's good. It's really, really good. Okay. It was out for like a week and they were like, we're going to make it into a TV show. I was like, okay, that makes more sense. But <laughs> I got I mean, like suckered in. It's Dick Wolf. Like they're going to, of course, they're going to do something great and then turn it into a TV show. Like it doesn't, you know, that didn't but surprise how many TV shows? I mean, with the original Law and Order coming back, I'm like, what, how, this is just going to be, I don't know how they have the time. Like, I mean, that insane. would be what, 10, right? Like with the podcast one, that'd be 10 yeah. Dick Wolf shows. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Three yeah. FBI's, three, yeah. three Chicago's, three Law and Orders, pot, whatever, Darkwoods. Yeah. Crazy. So Darkwoods, maybe it'll be my my flight listening then for when my travels over the holidays. Yeah, it's excellent. So it's got Corey Stoll, who was on Veep. I love um, Corey Stoll. And Monica Raymond is yeah. she's a female lead. And it, it's it's excellent. I, I I was like, I'm gonna check this out, not expecting much. But then like as the episodes went by, I was like, wait, this is actually like, wait, I want to know more. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I'm probably yeah. gonna be into it. Yeah, really, really good. So uh and that just leaves PD. Oh man, PD. <laughs> PD has been a hot topic of discussion this season. Uh, let's get your feelings on this, Emily. Where, where do you stand with PD? I am really enjoying it this season. I know that a lot of people are not happy. I have seen it on my social media and I, do, I know people like to get really mad about me that I like certain people and certain relationships. Um, and I understand, but uh, I think they're doing a good job. I don't think it's, I think it's, they're going a lot further away from realism as they've ever, that they've ever gone, but not that that's a bad thing. I think obviously we know that they do a lot of things, um, with like Brian Luge, obviously on set, he's obviously the real police that, you know, helps them out with everything. But I think there's a lot of things that are not as realistic as life is. 
Um, that said, I will give them credit because I do think they've covered how policing has changed and that they've done a good job with that. And they were in a hard spot. I think that was a hard thing to venture through no matter what. Um, so I'm impressed with that, but I, I, I still enjoy it every week. I would say I enjoy it more than I do a fire these days. Yeah. I think it just frustrates me that Voight felt like he had to go there with Roy Walton. Like, right. I think I, that's what frustrates me after everything that has gone on in this country in the past like year and a half, two years. I'm like, really? Did, did that have any impact on you at all? Like, not at all. You're just, it just seemed kind of tone deaf to me, but um, otherwise, yeah, it has been really good. Uh, yeah. I would, I would agree that he's like the only one that doesn't seem to have been impacted by last year. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I know people aren't happy about uh, Upstead, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same. I'm thrilled. I'm super happy. <laughs> I, I, I wish they would spend a little bit more time on Kim since, you know, she was the one who was shot, same. but same. I'm happy that Upstead got married. I'm, I mean, Again, I think that if they had a big wedding, it wouldn't have made sense for those characters to do that. Like, no. Um, and I know people are like, they have no chemistry. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. I think they do. <laughs> I mean, sure. did you, are you watching? Because like, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know what you were watching, but you clearly didn't watch the last like three minutes of the yeah. mid-season. I mean, yeah. I'm crazy. Um, but no, I, I think that it's, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm excited to see where it goes. And I need much more Burgess going forward. All of the Burgess. And I mean, obviously Ruzek, but like, I always need more Ruzek. So it's going to be interesting where they go in the back half, just because I, they can't keep repeating this cycle of like Kim, just pushing him away. And like at at a certain point, like Adam's going to be fed up and Adam's going to be like enough, like enough. Like, are they going to start dating other people? They're going to start, that has to be a part of their, like, they're going to have to move forward at some point, especially now that she has Michaela in her life. Like, is he going to be there or no? Mm -hmm. Like it, I just feel like it's, it's, it has to happen at some point. Yeah. yeah. I also could see a pregnancy again happening that actually goes through. I know that obviously Kim went through the miscarriage, but um, I think that we would could expect someone to be pregnant. And I, that's again, not me knowing anything. I just think that they've never had a married couple in the unit. They've never had a pregnant officer that's actually had a baby and shown how to be a cop and a mom at the same time. I think that that'd be a cool route to go up down. I, I'd be a little scared because this franchise hates babies. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I, I've learned through this franchise, like milestone episodes and pregnancies like stress me out now because of like the, what they've done in the past. I'm like, crap, it's like the 250th. I'm so stressed out. Yeah. Like, oh, that character's pregnant. Like, I know. Yeah. I honestly, I watch like the reruns on Ion all the time because I, I just have it on all the time. And they had on like the miscarriage episode today. And I was like, I can't watch this. Like, no way no. am I watching this. No way. Yeah. No, we've, we've vowed, we will never cover Gabby's miscarriage on this, on this podcast. We will yeah, never talk I mean, about Gabby's. Just, no, it's no. too, it's too much. Ugh, so frustrating. Yeah. So, um, but the last half of the season should be Berzik and, and Atwater focused. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. It'll also be interesting with, uh, his new girlfriend, Atwater's new girlfriend. Well, I'm like, like, is Atwater just going to, like, he's just going to be lying to this girl. <laughs> It sucks that like every time they try like obviously they went there that one time and he had the love interest for that one episode that got you know one arrested ultimately. and then yeah. now they're trying to make like a somewhat serious love interest for him and like of course he's lying to her and I'm just like can't we just give Atwater a non problematic love interest for the love of God like what do we have to do to get that I know I can't <laughs> I know 
I know. And like, I could see keeping the lie up for one episode and being too afraid to tell her, but keeping it up for longer than that, like two, three, four episodes, however long they're going to keep it going. At a certain point, it gets to out of character territory. Yeah. And that's what I think, like, even the next morning to me when she was like, oh, what do you do? Like, he could have just said it. Like, they Mm -hmm. gave the opening that it seemed like Atwater is the kind of person who would. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Like getting inside of Kevin's head. Cause there, there is a part of him that is uncomfortable with being a cop. Yeah. So like he, he does, he does withhold that information pretty willingly, but keeping up the lie for any more than a couple of episodes. I mean, he he's noble at the heart of all of it. So yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and Voight can just, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm just done with Voight. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the one Chicago roundup, but really, I mean, the best question of all that we love to talk about all the time. What are you watching right now? I'm like, <laughs> God, what am I watching? What am I not watching? Um, so I, I mentioned this earlier that I just started 20 somethings that I really like. I've been watching and just like that. Have you, are you guys sex in the city fans? I don't know if you, I watched the subject. Yeah. I watched the very first one just to hear what everybody was talking about. Literally the minute Carrie said Peloton in the middle of the episode, I was like, well, I just figured it out. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. It was so predictable. Um, obviously there's, it's pretty, uh, problematic now, but um, so I've been watching that and I will probably continue watching because I was a big Sex and the City fan. So regardless of if I like it or not, the people being back together, I'll watch anything like that if it makes me feel good and nostalgic. So I'm like the sucker that so goes right into that. Um, what else am I watching? God, this is so bad. I have I like can't even think of anything. You know what? I And I will say this. I'll give a little preview of like winter stuff that's coming out. It's not out yet. I, I have gotten to see Good Sam, which is Sophia Bush's upcoming show. And oh. oddly enough, in the same time slot as Chicago PD. Yep. <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's a CBS procedural <laughs> medical drama. Um, but that being said, I watch Blue Bloods every week. So I, I'm not the best critic to say because I will continue watching it because I like her. I think it has potential. Um, it wasn't you know, my favorite thing in the world, but it wasn't the worst thing I've seen. So I obviously will watch that. Um, and then another one I'm excited about is how I met your father, because Gina, I know you were how I met your mother fan and I was too. Um, it's from what I've seen. It's good. I saw the trailer drop today and I was like, okay, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a chance. We'll see. I was pleasantly surprised. I turned it on when I got in bed a couple nights ago and was like, I'll just, I'm just going to see. And I was like expecting to hate it. Mm-hmm. And I ended up being like, oh, I need to watch this when I'm not like in bed. Like I'm actually interested in it. So Hillary Duff, I like, so I'm like, I'm, I'm in. Is uh, it, how is it in terms of similarity to the original? It's not super similar. You can tell it's by the same guys. And obviously uh, in the trailer, it showed that Kim Cattrall plays the older version of Hillary is actually uh. speaking in it and you see her. So it's mm-hmm. not just like how it was Bob Saget's voice and how I met your mother. It's actually, you see her and she's like back in my back in 2022. So it's interesting. Um, it's, it's fun. I would say. Again, I haven't seen too much of it, so maybe it'll suck. I mean, how my mother definitely had its ups and downs, so <laughs> we'll see. It had but, a crash landing, is what we can say. <laughs> yeah, 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 it blow up. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, that's like kind of it when I've been watching. I feel like I've kind of been falling off. I've been watching a lot of Hallmark. What are you guys watching? 
Um, we both just finished Money Heist on Netflix, which we've recommended. I have not watched. We've recommended this to everyone in Chicago after we've had on the pod. So like we recommended mm-hmm. it to Kristen Hager and Guy Lockard. It's out of Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, watch it with the subtitles. Like listen to it in Spanish. Watch what's it is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Ryan, what do you think? Oh yeah, for sure. I we actually ended up the last five just came out. I guess it's been like two weeks ago now. And Gina and I actually like Netflix party watched the last two together, and we were just yeah, it was it was so good. It's amazing. That's really fun. All right, good. So I need to watch it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like I, I recommend it to everybody. And then when they're like, "No, I haven't seen it yet," I'm like, "What are you waiting for? Like I just gave you a fantastic <laughs> show on a silver platter." Like, yeah, it's really yeah. good. Yeah. So, um, I started daredevil cause my Marvel loving heart needs a, a fix of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also got to catch up on succession. I haven't like, yeah. That's one of my holiday binges because I did not watch. Um, I know everything about it because I've had to write about it some and edit a lot of things about it, but I still, I know once I start, I'll be obsessed. So I'm like, I, I have never, I've never watched it. You have to start the season or you have to start from the beginning from the beginning. Ooh, okay. That's going to be doozy. That's yeah. going to be doozy. Yeah. I haven't, I I'm, I'm behind on just this season. Um, only because like I started the first episode and I was like, okay, but like, this is not what I need right now. Like they are all terrible humans. Yeah. I've yeah. had a rough year. I don't want to watch anything serious. No, <laughs> it, it, I think it's, I think succession is all about how you look at it though, because like yes. some people consider it a comedy. Um, I guess I kind of do in like an, Oh my God, like this is, there's terrible people kind of way. Right. Um, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Gotta catch up with that. I am way behind on 911 and the rookie, like way, way, way behind. Oh, so I did. I finished. I'm caught up on 911. Obviously, love. Um, I don't watch the rookie, but I also am excited about 911 Lone Star because by yes. by last by like the end of last season, I was enjoying Lone Star more than I was enjoying 911. Same. Yeah, th- that's how it works. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I really like this cast even more. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. For I just feel back. like I'm like an episode or two behind on 911. I just felt like they have no idea what they were going for this season. It feels so all over the place to me. It is. And I'm like, have I've really had a hard time watching it, but I'm like, I know I, you know, I'm going to keep up with it, but like, I'm so excited for Lone Star. I'm just yeah, like, same. to me. Yeah. I don't think they planned out like a vision well on the season of 911. Um, I did forget one that I watched that I don't know if I promote to everyone is all American because I know people, I don't know if you like, Bryna, do you watch? I feel like that might be a show you watch. I'm watch. I'm behind. I mm-hmm. still haven't finished the end of last season. So like I, that's on my like winter break list to catch up on. Yes. So it's not coming back till February, right? Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I watched it. Live, I think it's so not coming back remember. for a little bit. I think I have some time to like catch up on it, but yes, I do really like all American. I just, I'm behind on it. I think it is so underrated. I think the acting is so good. The writing is so good and no one yeah. talks about it. Um, and all, everyone also thinks that it's a Netflix show because it goes on Netflix yep. at the end of the season. And like my niece and nephew were like, we're waiting for the new season to come on Netflix. I'm like, you can watch it every week on the CW. What do you mean? Right. You could find out nine months ahead of time what's actually going on. You're waiting. Like, I don't understand. I fell off All-American. I started season two and was just kind of like, uh, wasn't like no. too thrilled with anything. Funny, I I got I'm so sucked in. I I look look forward to watching it every week. Like it actually makes me really happy. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Like I said, I'm behind, but it's on my list of like I have a few things I want to catch up on over like the next couple weeks. While there's not much TV, new TV happening, so I'm like, okay, that's like that's definitely one of them. Yes, Um, yeah. 
Brenna, you're up on the streaming shows too. What's the one on HBO Max you started? Oh my God, Sex Lives of College Girls. Yeah. You're like the 12th person to tell me. That's on my list 100%. I really need to watch that. so good. I had no idea. Like, I feel like they did not a great job at promoting it because unless I had been on, like I just happened to be on HBO Max, like looking for something to watch, like the day after it dropped, the first two dropped. And I was like, oh, what is this? And then I watched it and I was like, oh, this is really good. And it's already done. Like they did 10 episodes and they kind of dropped it weird. It was like two, three, three, two. So like it's all done now, but they got renewed for a second season, which I'm really excited about, but I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. A lot of people I work with have been saying the same thing and they're like, oh, I watched, I started on the weekend and like watched the whole thing over the weekend. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's like what I need to do for sure. Because everyone keeps telling me that it's really, really good. Yeah. And it's a super short, I mean, like besides the pilots, like um, the pilots almost an hour, but the rest are, you know, like 25, 30 minutes, whatever. So it's like a super quick, yeah. Super quick binge, really enjoyable. Um, That's definitely been one of my favorites. Um, What else have I been watching? um money heist um oh, good. I, i'm trying to think what else i've been watching recently um oh hawkeye is probably the other like big one that i'm mm-hmm. watching every week obviously i'm um, behind on that one too actually oh gina i know i know <laughs> i know, I know. Um, but yeah i've got some things that i want to watch like catch up on um but yeah that's about like I'm behind I'm a couple episodes behind on station 19. I'm a couple episodes behind on 911. Like, you know, but yeah, I feel like it was hard to st- like stay up with people, like with things this season. I don't know why, like this past couple months, it's been so hard to like stick up with, like keep up with things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched mythic quest. That was the other like gem of a show that I found that's like mm-hmm. super underrated. Mythic quest was really funny. I enjoyed that. Um, I keep a list of everything I watch in a year. So I'm just yeah. like, let me consult back to this. Smart. Oh, and yeah. then I I really loved Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yes. I Haven't love. Yet. I have to. I love so that's it. that. It's, yeah, it's so quick. It's such a quick watch because they're just yeah. so short. Like, and especially so into it. now that they're all out, like as a binge, I'm sure. Yeah, but I, that was yeah. really surprising. I had no idea that I was going to like that as much as I liked it. But Agreed. I, I put it on thinking I'm not, I'm going to be bored. And because sometimes like each, each of them, I love each of them, but I feel like sometimes they're, anno- they all annoy me. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm going to be annoyed with this. And I was like, well, I like laughed out loud multiple times. I was like, oh, this, I don't, I'm not a big comedy person. Well, and the all ASL um, episode that they did, it was actually directed by this one Chicago connection here, Dominic Green's wife. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw that. Uh, but yeah, and I thought that was like one of the best episodes they did. Um, I really enjoyed that too. So I was so impressed with that. And like I was when it started, I was like, oh, I can't text through this whole episode because like I, I actually have to my yeah. TV and read the entire thing. And then by the end, I was like, wow, that was so good. Like I didn't even realize yeah. that I wasn't, you know. So yeah, I agree. I I love that one. Um, now that the Globe nominations came out, and like Steve Martin and Martin Short both got nominated, like I got to check that out. Although yeah. like uh, the bulk majority of those Globe nominations, I was like, what the hell is this? I've never heard of any of these. Well, it's the Globes. It doesn't even matter anymore. The Globes are literally, they're, they're not even going to be on TV. So yeah. they're not. No, no. So the HFPA, everyone is boycotting because of lack of diversity. Yeah. <laughs> and many other reasons. They're very pop- problematic. So no, they won't even be on TV. <gasps> That's news to me. That so used to I, be would, my- I would probably, I would not be surprised if they, literally just have a press conference where they announce the winners because the celebrities aren't going to go like Tom Cruise gave back all his golden globes Scarlett Johansson was like I want no part of this I'll never go to another show like I just don't think 
it's going to happen. Oh, this is all news to me. Where have I been? Yeah, um, you need to look this up. <laughs> I know. The Globes used to be like my favorite of the award shows because everybody would just get progressively drunker throughout the night. A hundred percent. Same. I used to cover every year and do the carpet because most of them were drinking on the carpet. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm into this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who can get like the messiest by the end of the night? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. No, I'm completely out of the loop on that. I need to brush up. You know what else I watched this year that I just remembered is I know you did last summer on, I said, I think it's on Amazon, the TV show of about the series, like based on the series. Mm -hmm. I remember hearing about it, but I didn't watch it. I was very pleasantly surprised and literally surprised at who the killer was. And that never happens with me. Like I usually can figure things out like episode one or two and I was pleasantly surprised. So that's something I always recommend too. Ooh. Oh, okay. the other thing I, I now I remember is the Saved by the Bell reboot. I loved the second season. I thought that was I ha- great. I haven't finished. I keep forgetting to put it on. And that's so funny because people <laughs> love it. I really, I always thought like season one, I was like, I don't know if this is going to be neat for me. Like, I think it's probably gonna be terrible, but I have to try it. I was really impressed by season one. I really enjoyed season two, too. Um, I, yeah, I thought it was great. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I got through the first episode and I was like midway through the second. And I was like, this is so badly acted. Like, yeah, but I think that's what Saved by the Bell is. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I just feel like it was, I was watching the old show again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Um, maybe I'll give it a second try. I don't know. I think you should. I think you'd really I mean, like it too. if you keep getting it. Like, I, I think season one definitely had. I mean, it definitely had some problems. And I think Zach and Kelly were actually by far the worst part of season one. Jesse and Slater being my favorite, but Zach and Kelly by far, I think were really bad. And I think they were a lot better this in season two. Hmm. So I would agree with that. Yeah. Noted. Noted. Wow. Any other TV shows, any other things noteworthy that uh, we might've forgotten to address? I feel like we got everything. I think we hit it. ATX is in person next year. Woo-hoo. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank I cannot God. wait. I know. I know. It's like, just, yeah. That whole weekend when you're not in Austin, you're just like, so this is what normal people do in the first weekend of June? I'm I don't like, like what this. Is this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like this. Like, don't you people know that ATX festival is happening? Like you should be out doing things. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to be home. No, no, no. I hear you there. So, well, that's a wrap on our third annual Christmas movie episode. Emily, thank you for coming back. We love having you on. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. I always have so much fun. I always look forward to this. Oh, yeah. you're so sweet. Um, tell everybody where we can find you on social media, even though we're probably all following you. <laughs> yeah. So at Emily Longaretta on all platforms. And then I also have um, my Watch With Us podcast as well. So you guys can check that out. Woo-hoo. Yeah. And uh, in case you live under a rock, if you're a shy herd and you don't know, Emily does the Lord's work with the franchise. So just like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So in the meantime, you guys, um, I think we're taking next week off. I don't know. Are we taking next week off? We probably are. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So because it's, you know, Christmas. So um, you guys know where to find us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. Meet us at Molly's right across the board. If you like the show, which we really hope you do, please feel free to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. That would be fantastic. And yeah, in the meantime, everybody have a good weekend. Curl up, watch your Hallmark movies, and we will see you not next week, but probably the week after that. Bye.